Hello, Mr. Richard Okello, once again. What's it going on, bro? Howdy. What's going on, my man? Hey, man. It's it's a it's a good day. It's a good day. Um, you know, it's every day we get to wake up is a good day. It's just gotta be blessed with the small things. Count your blessings and always stay grateful, right? Gotta be grateful for life, my man. Exactly. Exactly. So. You know, you you wanted to have this podcast, bro. So, what have you got for us? What have you got to right. share? You know, it's kind of like it's kind of funny. I, I had some thoughts, I had some reflections throughout the past few years. I would say I can't just say days, you know. Mm. And how often have you thought that emotions actually play a big part in your everyday life? I think they really do. They really do play a big part. Look. Um, just going on my run today, uh, I didn't do my usual 7K run because it was a bit rainy and I know the part that I usually go on is going to be flooded with water. I'm not going to run through that. Right? <laughs> sure, I'm, I'm, sure. not, I'm not that crazy. And today, I think my mind was a lot clearer and I had more clarity with my emotions. And I was able mm. to have a clearer mindset, clearer goal of what I wanted to achieve. Now, yeah. compared to that on the weekend, I didn't have a really, I didn't have a great weekend, right? I had a lot of things happen. I kind of broke down and my, I was filled with a lot of emotions, a lot of it. Right. Overwhelmed with it. Like I did a whole bunch of different emotions, right? And mm-hmm. on the Saturday, I, I had to go for my, I had to go for the, the run because I have to complete this challenge. You know, I have to keep making that progress every day or else I'm going to fall behind. And I I struggled. I, I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't run. It, it was hard um, because of that. All the emotions I had felt like it was physically weighing me down, right? It felt yeah. like there was this iron thing on my chest and in my, my gut that just was just saying, you're not going to do this. You know, it was, you, you can't do anything right now. And I, I, I listened to it. And then the next day, it was even harder because I did my seven Ks, but the first two, two to three kilometers, I ran that straight, but it was so hard. It was so difficult because I, st- I was still fighting those emotions. Yeah, and at, for sure. at, at that point, I told myself, all right, look, honestly, you, you are not in a good mindset. You're filled with, you're emotionally charged. You're, you have all these things in you have you actually gone and reflected and talked to yourself about what's going on? And at that point I told myself, all right, look, I'll complete these seven case. I'm not going to run. I'm going to walk this, but on this walk, my purpose and intention is to find some answers and ask myself why I'm feeling this way. Why are you feeling these certain emotions? Why I, I gave me, a, I, I gave myself a chance to acknowledge it fully mm right mm. to mm. actually speak with myself and ask myself and find in me why I felt those certain emotions because how often do we do that sometimes we let those emotions control us we let those emotions to control the way we live and sometimes those those emotions aren't it's like that that saying right emotions are great indicators of terrible dictators that's correct if we, if we continue living our life in a way that we're always acting upon our emotions we're gonna 
eventually find ourselves in regret at some point, right? That's right. Uh, so I think that's why emotions play a huge part in life. And you see it in our environments, how sometimes mm-hmm. those people, uh, I guess they kind of dismiss and ignore those emotions and allow those things to control them as opposed to saying, I want to feel this way because blah, 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 right? I hope that answers That's your right. question. <laughs> That's right. No, that was, that was really good. I like your explanation. And it's great that you actually got deep into it. But can I just add something to one part? You, mm. said, you said you have to go for your run. But can you have you have you actually looked at it as you have to or you know that you I get, get to. to. I get to. That's right. That's that right. was that, that's a good it's that verbiage too. I think th- this this challenge has been one of the hardest challenges uh, I've ever done yet. Um, physically and mentally. I think mentally it's been so tough, man. But it's it's like what we said, right? It's sometimes you, you, in order to be strong and to see what you to build that strength, you got to go through those sufferings. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, like that's the other thing. It's what I say. Like today, I went for my run. I did just under five k's. I ran that pretty much straight. And I kind of changed the way I was talking to myself. I was like affirming myself. I was saying to myself, I am strong. I am safe. I am, I am, I'm this, I'm that, you know, as opposed to saying, oh, I'll make it here and then I'll rest. And I'll make it here and I can, I can start walking. That, those were words for failure already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when I started saying those things, I, I'm strong. I'm safe. I'm guided. I'm, I have courage, blah, 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 whatever it was it allowed me to push till the end, right? Yeah. Um, so definitely words is a big part. Correct, yeah. Hmm. Well, actually, if you don't mind me, I actually kind of broke it down. And right. I don't I don't expect you to agree with me, hmm. but this is just from what I've noticed as well. So there are five stages to emotions, right? The first one will be mood. Second one will be temperament. Third one will be personality. Fourth one will be disposition. And the fifth one is creativity. Mm. all those can never happen with emotions. But until you right. can actually control your emotions, then will they actually align with where it is that you're trying to go? So the first one, I'll probably just, you know, elaborate a little on mood. So it's pretty much just a temporary state of mind, right? Mm. And pretty much being angry or irritated or having a feeling is you being in that mood, right? Mm. Um, so when you're being angry, what does that really mean? You chose to be, right? You chose right. to be angry. Either somebody said, oh, Jasper, I don't like the way your hair is talking today. <laughs> right there, that could be a trigger for you. Because right. you probably judge yourself before that morning that, oh, my hair doesn't look as great. Because someone else noticed it too. Mm. Bang. You can react on that. And because that gets you so irritated, you can misbehave. Okay, right. temperament. It's just a behavior, right? And how I look at temperament is a choice again. Right. Emotions, you have a choice. Either you let it control you or you take the charge and say, nah, I'm in the driver's seat. I'm going to go home today, you know? Yeah. And um, with can them- I, I was a question. How can we help people understand that we have a choice with our emotions? Because I feel like oftentimes people don't fully grasp that idea, right? So it's like that idea how, uh, I think we heard this in an audio, right? It's 
when people spit on us, it doesn't make us mad. It makes us wet. And to me, that was, that was, that's a very truthful statement, right? When people do spit on us, it doesn't make us mad. It makes us wet. It's, it's that choice for us to be angry. So how can we help people understand that these are choices, but I guess those people who do those actions that allow us to react in a certain way, how can they be accountable for what they've done? Well, you got to look at it from your point of view. Mm. That's out of your control. Right. Why did they spit on you? Shouldn't even come into your mind. Unless you did something to obviously provoke them, right? Mm. And that also would come down to an agreement. You have to agree with yourself that, okay, you were in the wrong for them to spit at you. But if you weren't, you still have to come to agreement with yourself and comfort yourself in the sense why. Because if you go out of your own way and react, mm. now you're going to cause conflict. Of course. That person is trying to cause something. But if you don't react, and you respond, doesn't that kind of just, you know, align with the agreement with yourself, meaning you're a mm. peaceful person, you're, you're a person who actually loves to encourage people, you're a person who's always positive. And that doesn't come easy. No yeah. way does it come easy. But if someone spits on you, the way you should look at it is, what have I done? Okay. What can I do? And how can I help this person not right. do this again to somebody else? Because how you responded another person could respond differently, right? Right. But we shouldn't, we shouldn't compare ourselves to everybody else. Of course. And that's the, that's, that's the key to it. You have to, you have to find the fulfillment inside. Oh, not so much fulfillment. You got to find that peace within you to mm. say, okay, this person spat on me because I probably did something right. to make them, you know, spit on me. Mm. You played a part in allowing them to spit on you, right? Okay. And right. it's just a spit. Yeah, like, you know, there's germs and there's all this, but at the end of the day, you can just wipe it off and just be like, you know what? It's all right. Mm. It's all right. How can I help this person? It's kind of like, um, am I going to let this events control the, w- the way I act the rest of the day type of thing, you know? Correct. It's like, Monday. It's, it's oftentimes when one thing leads to another and it starts to compound and compound, like we allow those things to, to overcome how we feel for the day. And then eventually that day is just going to be destruction. Right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's right. Behavior. <laughs> you get a choice to behave differently. Yeah. So before we continue on with that, that list you're going on, you, yeah. you mentioned that for someone to act in the way it's kind of in alignment with who they are. Right. So what if that person didn't know who they were and who they are and they, it's only, thing they can do is react in a way that's i guess violent or to defend themselves i believe we all come to a defensive mode Mm. at some point in our life Mm. and i would say it's every single day of our life right Mm. it could be an argument that somebody else is trying to you know inflict into us but with us knowing that this can turn out to be an argument how can Mm. you control that moment right we will you allow that person to keep belittling you Will you even step in to say, hey, look, you know, I disagree with what you're saying. Or will mm. you just let that person know that maybe this isn't what we should be talking about. Or right. maybe this is something that we need to step back from because look at where it's taken us. Mm. Where, how far do you think this will take us? Right. It's just coming to an agreement with yourself and who you are as a person. Yes, that's true. Of course. You will never know how somebody else, like who's, who somebody is. Not what somebody is, but you never know who somebody is. 
Right. Because at times we could be going through issues at home, right? Mm. And not that we don't want to harm our family members, but because there's been so many levels of, you know, disagreement with our family. There's been so many levels of abuse from our families that mm. we take this anger out on other people. Right. I think what we should do there is kind of step back and like look inside of us. Mm. Our family is saying this about us. Our family is calling us this. Our family is saying that. What are we doing to make them say that about us? True. What are we doing to make that stand out for them that we are what they think <laughs> I am, right? Because mm. that's all that it comes to. That's all that it comes to. Right. If you're a violent person, it would have been something you picked up either from your mom or your dad. Mm. If you're a nice person, that's something you would have picked up from your mom or dad. But let's not also forget about the peers, right? You got your friends. You, mm. you got you got like you got your extended um associations, right? Right, right. All these can come down to one. How you choose to behave is gonna come back to who of you course. picked up that behavior from. You can create one or you can pick one up. Right. Huh. Okay. I like that. I like that. Well, let's continue on with that list that you 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 had. All right. So, um, temperament was just pretty much um behavior, and you know, many times I think we just discussed it. These are pretty much leaders from you know from your childhood. Um, third one would be um personality. So, how I look at personality is just a combination of everything you've learned throughout the years. Mm. You actually you you actually get to pick which one you like the most. Mm. You could be like, oh, yeah, I like to be happy all the time because, you know, the people I'm surrounded by are always happy. Or I like I like to be violent all the time because my friends are always, like, you know, holding my head. You're like, oh, mm. scratching me. We always shove each other around. You like that type of feeling. Right. And because you like it so much, that will turn you into a violent person. After a while, you don't realize it, but it's true. It will turn you into mm. a violent person. Or because, you know, like, you just love people. It's different from being happy. You just love people. Mm. And the fact that you love people, you can actually force yourself onto other people to also feel the same loving that you have within you. They'll start loving themselves. And then that can, you know, create like a little, little bond between like everybody that you meet. Mm. People would see it like, ah, oh, this guy, I like this guy, you know, it's this and that, it's that and that. But yeah, so pretty much, um, yeah, it's just personalities that are all combined into one and you get to pick which one really suits you the best. Right. Um, disposition. Oh, yeah. This one, I'll put it in. Like, the way I put this is just your own understanding. Mm-hmm. Just your own understanding. What you can put in place that will work best for you. Right. And that's, I can't elaborate any more on that, but how you really handle yourself mm. is how you'll be able to handle other people. Because, like they say, um, you don't like it when someone treats you bad. Mm. Right. So you want to make sure that you treat them with care, uh, with kindness and care so they can treat you back the same way. Right. You want to be treated the same way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then creativity. This one, this one's kind of funny. <laughs> I like this one. But it's so true, isn't it? It's so true. With everything that you do, creativity comes down to the last one. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I put it as last is because you put your imagination into it. Right. But it doesn't just come with imagination. You first have a feeling, right? And that feeling gets into this like, you know, like creative mode. It's like, oh yeah, like, hey, I don't mean to brag, but Mr. Jasper over here, terrible. Look at what they've got done. You know? 
you guys had something so like like so so like so so attracting to you guys like you guys just feel so loved with it and you ended up expressing it to the world mm. and now okiro actually exists because of you and joe and you right. know what that is right. you guys felt the love for it and you knew the mm. reasons why you guys are doing this and those those are the five <laughs> levels of you know emotions that i've picked up and i really like just had to right. yeah i just feel like i needed to share that and I do like that. Is there a few? Can you um, repeat the, the five levels again? So the five levels will be, first one will be emotion. Emotion. Second one will be temperament. Temperament. Third one will be um, uh, personality. Personality. Fourth will be um, disposition. And creativity. And the fifth one is, yeah. Right. So how did you come about to, to find these five stages? Well, it comes down to, you know, like just having these like this excitement inside of you mm. and with excitement can come many things at times. Right. Right. Where we okay. I started looking at it as when you're happy, you shouldn't promise somebody you will do something mm. because when you're sad or when you're mad, can you really keep that promise that you made to that somebody? Exactly. Yeah. So right. Yeah. That's why acting out of emotions is a very hard one. And I think it's something we don't really realize and aren't self-aware until something happens and we face the consequences of those words not coming into fruition. Right? No wonder. So it's, it's really having that impeccable word in ourselves, right? Mm. And that's the hard part, having that impeccable word, because once you go on this emotional roller coaster, can I really keep my word? Right, it's kind of like with this challenge. I'm always gonna go back to this challenge right now because it's the, the I closest that. thing. <laughs> I appreciate it's that. It's the closest thing. So, um, initially that that first week, uh, going to the challenge, I was like, all right, let's go seven k's easy. Um, and I was like, all right, if I do seven k's for the next few days, I'll be ahead. Blah blah. And I didn't realize because I don't run long. Uh, for me that's a long distance right for others this might be ah oh, that's that's warm-up man whatever um <laughs> for me that that's a long distance and i to do that consistently for 20 or so days i became to regret doing this challenge and i really wanted to give up you know i want to i just like man i've done 40ks this is the most you've ever done in one <laughs> in a few few in like in like a week or so or so you know mm-hmm. you're proud of yourself already Right. And that's a good achievement in itself. But that's right. I, I had the emotions of giving up because I was so tired physically, mentally, just everything drained. And it's exactly that. I went to this challenge with emotions. And that's why I, I purposely put such a high number because I wanted to suffer. Right. I wanted to put myself in suffering. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it's, it's it's kind of like at that point I had to remind myself, oh man, Richard, you're good, dog. I think we disconnected, but I'll continue speaking. Um, yeah, at that point, I had to remind myself why I did this challenge and who were those people I was doing this for, right? <laughs> you, you back, dog? Everything good? Sorry, Doug. I think I, I think you're on mute, Doug. 
I have no idea what just happened. But I was crazy bitch. <laughs> nah, that's all good. I, I just, I just I had to keep I, talking. All good. Yeah, no, nah, I heard everything you said. Yeah, but yeah, um, I wasn't too sure. But I, I just, you know, I'll keep going. Um, yeah, I had to remind myself, who am I doing this for? Why did I do this in the first place? And I, I, I told myself, I want to get physically fitter. I want to be. I want to increase my capacity as a person. And for those people who donated that, you know, I'm doing it for them as well. And for the people that this money is going to go to. Right. And I can't fail because of how I'm feeling. I, I set this goal. I have to stay committed to that regardless. Right. I can't mm-hmm. have this mentality of just giving up. Like I'm listening to can't hurt me by David Goggins again. And <laughs> bro, it's, it's just a slap in the face. It, you know, he's, he pretty much says like when you're when you're feeling tired and you don't want to do that set, are you gonna give up? Blah blah blah. Like when I when I miss one rep of one 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 set, I, I'd go back and reset and do the whole whole set again. And it, it, oh man, you know it's it's crazy that people have that capacity to do that, and that's why for me, uh, I'm not gonna give up. I'll see this through, right? I'll finish this till the end, and it's gonna be hard. I'm almost done. I'm like thirty k's. 30k's out so it's not too far to go but yeah it's it's definitely a challenge so that's why we have to put the words the, the goal ahead of us but remember that the action is still necessary to continue to achieve it and you can't let emotions to stop us you know like what you're doing with business what i'm doing with business we are we're on our own entrepreneur roller coaster so we just have to keep going until the end are we just going to jump off that roller coaster while it's still going you know? Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was like, that was like a uh, heartbeat right there, man. Like a in a heartbeat. <laughs> but it's so true, isn't it? Mm. You, you can't stop speeding train. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like, it, it amazes me though, isn't it? Mm. But when you really do think about it, the emotions that you actually have now mm. that, you know, you're, you went from a child to a teenager mm. now to a young adult who are really like, who's really like found himself. How, how would you actually describe yourself from the past to now? Oh, wow. Well. Uh, that's a really good question, man. I was about to ask you the same thing. <laughs> Funny like, enough. <laughs> wow. The, 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 the podcast host is being asked questions. <laughs> okay. Like, I know? see. Yeah. Right, I see you, bro. I see you. But yeah, I'll happily answer that. I think this this whole journey of I can't really say from when I was a child because that's quite far back. I think I had the most growth in the past, let's just say the past five years. If if I look back five years before, life was completely different. Let's say this. Um I, I was pretty much a bum. I was, I had no purpose in life. I had no direction. I was just playing, you know, video games all day, uh, failing uni, failing everything. And just, you, you know, I don't know if you've seen, uh, what's that movie? Uh, the, the big Lebowski pretty much just living life like he does. Right. And it, it's, it, it was sad. It was sad. And then it, it eventually got to a point where I was trying to pursue freelance as a designer, it, that didn't work out. And then uh, eventually I had to put that dream on hold and start working wherever, wherever I could find, right. Just to earn money, money. 
And luckily enough, uh, with with Gerald, we were able to find some common interest and create this thing. Now, in terms of the emotional, I, I think let's let's just say that at that time I was very depressed, very uh, self loathing. Uh, just think of everything you could think of in being in that dark hole. Uh, nothing good for life, and then. <laughs> You, you have these little achievements that make you feel good and make you feel like you're the biggest thing out, but they're just very, those are fleeting moments. Um, and then you, once you come to a lot more struggles and find a purpose, mm. I think it accelerated growth because it gave me a reason to live again. So obviously at that point I had to change my mindset, how, I was emotionally because, you know, you're getting into business. You can't have, Oh, I'm so sad. I'm like, I'm so depressed. I'm a business owner, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah. You know, you have to have enthusiasm in what you're doing and that confidence that what you're trying to achieve, you're going to be successful no matter what, right. No matter what. Um, so obviously that takes time to build the emotional uh, capacity to become who I need to be. Uh I would say the past year has been the most growth I've ever had because being introduced to uh, a group of people who are pursuing something incredible and, you know, being associated with those people who have, who are vision oriented, who have a dream of something more to life and have this goal of helping people. I think that, made me realize there's more to life um, and the fact that they're doing whatever they can to ensure that their journey is guided with the, the right people, the right mindset so that we can achieve our goals and to have, you know, I think I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if I'm taking, I'm going circles or whatever, but this is I, perfect. <laughs> I think that the emotional journey, it, it allowed me to become a lot stronger with all the struggles that happened. Right. That's why yeah. one thing I'm always grateful for is the struggles. And um, as I, I, I mentioned before is I pray for a stronger back, not an easier life, because when you have a stronger back, whatever happens, you're allowed, you allow those struggles when they come, you already know you kind of know what to do or this familiar territory, like it's not going to, I guess, hold you back. It won't stop you. It's, it's like training at the gym, right? You're doing, it's like what I said with the, I'll, I really love this, this article, right? I'll, sorry, I'll, I'll find it because I think it makes so much sense. And I think a lot of people need to hear this. Um, especially if you're a gym goer. So this is from an article, I think it's called Iron and the Soul. When the iron doesn't want to come off the mat, it's the kindest thing it can do for you. If it flew up and went through the ceiling, it wouldn't teach you anything. That's the way the iron talks to you. It tells you that the material you work with is that which you will come to resemble. That which you work against will always work against you. So if we always hoping for easier times in those struggles, we're not going to get stronger at all. We're not going to learn anything from it. So I think that's why when, when those struggles come and sometimes 
that can be super hard, we can't do it ourselves. We have to find people who are willing to help us. We have to find that support group, those people who it's, it's like when you're at the gym, right? You have those people cheering you on those trainers and coaches who help you lift that weight eventually, right? Because it's going to be a struggle. And that's the same with any situation in life. If you don't have those coaches, those mentors, those supportive friends, family, whatever, those struggles are going to be so much harder to lift. And maybe eventually you will lift it, but it could have been much, much, I wouldn't say easier, but the weight would have been, the struggle wouldn't have been as hard if you had those people around you. Right. That's uh, right. But yeah, I, I guess <laughs> I don't know if that answers your question again, man. Um, but yeah, I think emotionally, uh, because of the struggles, I am better off. That's uh, in long story short. <laughs> That's well, man. You've actually, you've actually just unpacked a lot, a yeah. lot of facts that people really needed to hear. Hopefully. It's so true as well. Because when you really think about it, what, what you said, you know, you felt like, you know, you weren't all there. You felt like you were, I don't want to say the word. That you <laughs> I remember at one point we, had, we were having a conversation and you did mention that, you know, probably, uh, pro- probably two years before I met you, mm. you, you were pretty quiet. Yeah. You were a really quiet guy. And, you know, compared to then to now, you would say you'd rather be who you are now than you were then. But of course. did you know, if you weren't who you were then, you wouldn't be who you are now? Exactly right. Exactly and right. Your, your your emotions led to who you are now. Mm. So it's very true. And how I like to look at from the past to now is, you've heard of the kinesthetic. Uh, I hope I'm not pronouncing it <laughs> wrong, but the kinesthetic. So it's, it's like a strategy that you know you can actually learn over time. Right. And there, there are there are five senses to it, or there's I think four senses to it. I hope mm. I wrote it down here somewhere. I'll just look for it. So it goes from, I think three or four. So it goes from the audio, what you hear. And mm. it goes from touch, you know, like the feelings that you've had mm. once before. Um, it goes from smell and it goes from sight. Right. So I think there's one more, but I just can't remember it. Um, so from touch, you would, you know, like let's per se, you, you like jelly. So you touch jelly at one point. Mm. That, that stayed inside of you. That's, that's turning to an emotion. The next time you touch jelly, you hope it's the same feeling as, you know, the, the one you had from the past. Uh, this is familiar. I think I've heard of this before. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then yeah. You, um, with the smell as well, let's per se, your mom was cooking your favorite dish and then you go to your friend's house and you smell the same type of dish and it turns out different to what your mom makes. But yeah. because it smells, you know, like the room is the same as, the, you know, the one you have at home. You will dig in and you're still going to be the same feeling right. because you've had that feeling once. Um, so that was, yeah. And then let's say, for instance, you know, you see like a view, from out of the window, like you're mm. uh, going, you know, drive in the train or something, and you see this beautiful, beautiful view, and you're like, oh wow, you know, I like that view, and you never know if you will see that view ever again. And one day, you know, or let's say the next day, you and your friend will be driving past, and boom, it's the same view again. Uh, like, wow, it's the same feeling that you get again from when you first had it, right? right. So feelings lead up later down the track to you experiencing it before. That's why now that you experience it. You're familiar mm. with it. Right. And be, being familiar with it puts you in that comfort. It's like, okay, look, I can be confident in this area because I know I've been there before. Mm. How can I how can I do better than I did before? Because maybe right. before you were you were a little hesitant on what you can do. Of course. You didn't yeah. know who you truly were or who you wanted to be. Mm. But now that you know, those feelings or those emotions or those those things that you had then mm. didn't define who you were then, but it just made got got you closer to who you are now. Of course. And, and having having those feelings, 
having what we just discussed so far, do you, do you think that everything that you go through, you're going through now mm. was just a leader from the past to now? Of course. I, it's, it's like this other thing I heard from another audio is, or one of the conferences that we've, we've been to is we go what we go through to learn what we need to, to become who we need to become or want to become. Ah, right. That's, that's a great, oh, that's a great quote. Yeah. So it's, that's a great quote. We have to go through those things. We have to go through the struggles. We have to go through the highs, the lows, everything in between mm. in order to be who we are today. And in order to be the person we want to become. Right. Mm. Um, so you know, we can't we can't be a victim to the situations of the whatever happens. Obviously, uh, I'm, <laughs> I might be a bit, you know, someone might be like, oh, what do you mean you can't be the victim? All right, I get you. You know, there's certain situations <laughs> where it can. I'm just saying that we we can't allow those things to take power over us, right? We have to have that fight within us to keep going to it's like we can't give up on the person who we're about to become right mm. we're, we're always reminded that and it's a shame sometimes we do feel like giving up there was many times i wanted to give up man like recently i wanted to give up because it gets so hard sometimes you you break down but in order to have breakthroughs you gotta have breakdowns um so that's how we increase capacity. That's how we increase it. We challenge ourselves. We challenge the status quo. We challenge the situation of where we are. Right. Mm, mm. I think, I think having to be challenged just makes you stronger, isn't it? Mm, mm, definitely. Definitely. So what about you? How, how has your past emotionally, you know, where you are now? I would say, well, Wow. Oh, you just put me on the spot. Okay. So I would say I've always been the type who, if people are giving me advice or telling me things, mm. sometimes I let it come in this ear and let it out the other ear. Right. But a lot of the times it will stay inside of me, but I would think that it just left me. Mm. And a lot of the times, when I say a lot of the times, it was just crit- criticism, right? Mm. And because of those criticism. And I, I just stayed quiet. I knew what I had to say. I wanted to say them, but having the respect for the people who were telling me those things, I just kept them to myself. Over time, those were destroying me. Mm. And those were just my own emotions because I never let it out. I was actually talking to myself and I was just like, you mentioned it, putting yourself in that hole where you're digging yourself. Mm. So the fact that you're digging in yourself, did you know you can also try find a way to climb back up? Of course. And because I never spoke about it or I never let my emotions stand. I never spoke to those people directly when they were telling me those things. I never really had the courage and strength to be who I wanted to be. Mm. And that kind of disrupted my, you know, my thought process, who I wanted to become in the future. Yeah. I had no idea what I wanted to do. Every time I speak to people, I had the fear of, oh, they might say the same thing that person said to me a while back. And because it played with my, it played with my emotions a lot. I allowed my emotions to take, like, to pretty much dictate what I do, how I did it, how I look at things, how I right. pretty much everything aligned with my emotions. Mm. If you say, let's go to, per se, to, you know, like to the park, I would say, oh, the last time I was at the park, a little kid was greasing at me, you know, yeah. a little kid looked at me funny. See, because of that, I know it's silly, but because of that, it just built, like, you know, like a little, a little, um, um, 
a little restrained with, mm. with me having to go to the park with you feeling comfortable. Yeah. And, yep. and that again, bring me back into my head is like, Oh crap. I just said no. And you know, he wants to go, he could be playing ball right now. I love playing ball. Let's, <laughs> you know, let's go do it. But the fact that I feel like people are going to look at me, they're going to judge me. Yeah. I yeah, put yeah. myself in my head and it's like, Oh, how do I do this? How should I do it? Right. And it never leaves. It really doesn't. So until, until you face it, until you actually allowed your emotions to be like, you know what? Like, you know what you're doing. You know what people are going to say about you. And you know what it is that you're feeling. What are you going to do about it? If someone actually looks at you funny, the, the little thing you can do is ask yourself, are they actually looking at me funny or am I thinking that they're looking at me funny? <laughs> and, and it's just like, wow, like, okay, let's go to the park and see what happens. Yeah, so, yeah. Now there's eyes on you. But <laughs> pu- purely they're just looking because we're playing ball and we're probably so good, right? Yeah. I didn't know that. But yeah, I just allowed my emotions to play with me. Right. And then from then to now, if I was to actually express it, I would say I feel not emotionless, but mm. I feel my emotions and I can see it from a distance because if you come up to me and like, you know, we used to wear analogy. If you spread on me, you know, it's, it, I, it, can get, it can get me wet. Oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I can yeah. get angry, but instead of me getting angry at it, I can just look at it as, oh, why did you spit on me for? Is everything all right? Yeah. You know? And that just opened up, you know, like a, a little dialogue where we can actually discuss, maybe we could go through something and you never know, I could be going through something deeper than you. And the fact exactly. that we spoke about it, we just released, you know, that line from ever crossing again. And I don't know, man, I really don't know, but having to see your emotions play a part in how you live your life, mm. like, you think of yourself, I'm so silly, man. How can I do that? How can I do that to myself? You know, like, why, why am I even like putting myself in situations right. where you know, it's not even happening? Like, I'm creating these things to happen, but they're not even there. It's not real. Exactly. And yeah, I'm just like having to come to realization. I would just, I would just say, the more emotions you have, mm. the, the stronger you're getting. And the stronger you're getting, or I should say, the stronger you're becoming the less likely you're going to actually notice it, but people will notice it for you. Right. I think, I think Jasper mentioned this one. <laughs> people are always watching. And I've heard this various of times too, but it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. It is, man. And I, I read a message from Gerald uh, because I sent him an emotional message and he pretty much reminded me of why we, we have to continue what we're doing because we never know who we're impacting. And sometimes it's those people who most likely we never thought would impact. Right. And that's it. People are always watching us when, whether we know it or don't realize it, there's always going to be eyes on us some way or somehow. Like the other day I had a call with my cousin. It was just like, like like 4am and he just messaged me, Hey, cuz you up. And I was like, yeah, bro. Like let's have a chat. And he was just telling me, like, hey, man, I, I look at your quotes every day. And I, I was shook. I was, I was like, man, I, I really appreciate that. Like, thank you for supporting us on this. Like, just having eyes on us, that means a lot. And whenever we get those, those things, it, it really means that this, the stuff we're doing, the effort we put in, it, it's not for nothing. Someone, someone will hopefully find value out of it. We just have to keep consistent in what we're doing. Sometimes people won't say anything. But the moment we stop, like we've, we've already stopped that 
that engine to add value to people. So it's being, we have to stay consistent. We have to stay confident in who we are and what we want to do and what we, what we want to become. And we can't give up on ourselves, right? It's like what they always say, you got to plant those seeds. You don't, you're not going to dig those seeds up in a certain amount of time to see if it's growing. You just have to let it grow. You're going to keep watering it, letting sun, you just stay patient with it, right? And eventually right. those seeds will grow. So we have to have that patience. And, then, and, and as they say, the apple don't fall far from the tree, right? Exactly. Exactly, bro. But man, it, it's, it's amazing what emotions can do to you. <laughs> it, it is. Really, it is. Yeah. It, like, can, it can, one, one wrong move, it can lead to destruction. And one good move, it can lead to a life that's amazing, right? But that's, yeah. that's it. It's, it's, a, it's a gamble. And if we react based on emotions, who knows what the outcome is going to be? right but emotions are hard bro it's not easy it's not easy it really isn't. yeah it's not easy oh, man so what what can we do to i guess help build that emotional resilience and uh find understanding with our emotions and learn to not allow them to become dictators and allow them to just be indicators for our life what do you reckon well I wouldn't say I have a solution for it, but I have a suggestion. Mm. Maybe when you do wake up, you do have a choice of whether you want to feel happy or you want to be a little bit, you know, sad. Right. And because you know the two difference that you have a choice, you can actually smoothen your day out by feeling good. So, so you get in a place where you don't like would you stay there for too long? Why would I? So the fact that you know you wouldn't and the fact that you know your emotions are leading you to that, how, how, how much, how many more answers would you really like from people? I don't know. It, it, it kind of depends, man. You, you got to outweigh a lot more than just liking it or not. So I know that i like to eat donuts (laughs) and i know the consequence of me eating donuts yep so if i was to eat a donut every single day of my you're making me hungry bro (laughs) (laughs) right so that's an emotion playing a part because Mm -hmm. i like it so much but then there's also a consequence to it yeah i know i know i'm not going to continue doing that right I'm not, I'm not going to make that it turn that into a habit where it's going to be something I do every single day. Mm. So the fact that you know, it's just an indicator, isn't it? It is. Emotions are indicators. They're not dictators. Right. But I think it's in terms of diet and food, it, it, that can be quite destructive in itself too. Yes. Right? Oh, man. Yes. So how can we find that, I guess, balance to the being able to still have this thing that we want, but we know is bad for us, but yet still have the health that we want. Okay. Don't use it as a quick fix. Right. Right. So if you're in a emotional state, because maybe you just had a breakup, mm. you should, you know, resolve the food as your, I'm going to get better. If I eat this, I'm going to get right. better. If I eat that. Or let's say you come back from work and because you've been so stressed out from work, ah, oh, I'm going to resolve mm. the food again. And let me eat this because I like it. Let me eat that because I like it. It makes me feel good. 
Right. So you know the feeling that you want out of it. But what if you turned it around the other way? It's like, okay, I'm not feeling as great today because, you know, work put me in a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. Now, you, now you're at home. You're no longer at work. The fact that you're at home, you have the time to actually reflect on what happened at work. What is it that went, uh, went to the point where you didn't like? Where, what is it that led up to the point where it went so stressful that mm. you couldn't actually manage it so well? The fact that now you're reflecting, you come up with your own solutions, and the fact that you never resulted to food straight away, you can actually look at it as, okay, this is what caused it. This is right. what I should do next time. And the fact that now you're hungry, you're no longer in that stressful situation where you have to run to food for, you know, to help you fix your problems. Mm. You can actually manage everything else properly again. Right. You can, you can eat afterwards. You, you could eat, you know, like while you're reflecting, mm. but while you're reflecting as well, that shouldn't be like, okay, this is the feeling I want to have every time. Because if you're always reflecting, it's not good to overthink now, is it? Right. So in this sense, you're, I would say what you'd want, you'd, you'd say for anyone is to kind of dig deeper as to why you're feeling a certain way as opposed to having this bad date uh, outcome that will eventually fall off and probably end in regret, right? Mm. Mm. So I know, <laughs> I know for a period of time when I was at my heaviest, 115 kilos, I was eating McDonald's every day. Um, and I was like, oh, I see my calorie deficit. It's fine. No worries. <laughs> but I was still getting big. I can relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right? I was still getting big. Legit, mm. I, at work, I'd go sometimes tea break, McDonald's, lunch break, McDonald's, and I'll go home. Oh, look, I got like two Big Macs for nine bucks. <laughs> You know, that's dinner right there. And then eventually I I realized that that wasn't doing anything for my health. Even if it was in my calorie deficit, I was still getting fat. I wasn't losing weight. I I was still, I mean, I probably got bulkier, but I didn't feel healthy. And eventually that's when I had to start making a decision. Do I want to keep on having this delicious Big Mac and juicy triple cheeseburger or do I want to have, do I want to work on that body that I wish to have and be happier when I look in the mirror? And thankfully enough, I had, I I made that choice, but it wasn't easy. It was hard. Like I had to decrease the intake of McDonald's. I started doing it probably once or twice a week, uh, probably two or three times a week as opposed to every day. And it got to a point where I'll have it once, once this week, I'll earn that right to have McDonald's. And eventually, because I, I, I didn't really crave it anymore, I, was, I said, okay, what, what can I eat alternatively that is cleaner, that I know is going to make me feel better? And that's when I went to steaks and vegetables and blah, blah, blah. Mm. And, but now I'm, I'm eating a lot cleaner. Like the food's not the best. Like healthy food's – I'm sorry, man. Like healthy food's <laughs> – Socks, man. Healthy hey, man, you gotta socks. eat your greens. You gotta eat your greens. <laughs> I know, but I want, I want be a juicy St. Berg's burger, man. Like, uh, oh, you know, that it's it's so bad. It's so good, though. Like, you know, the, the worst things taste so good, right? I think but that's the beauty of it. Temptation. Temptation, man. Temptation. Mm. That's that's what it is. But now I try to earn the, that right to have it. So I'll probably have it on like a weekend. All right. You went through the whole week eating clean. All right. Let's have the same bird's meal. Right. So it's, we, we, we live in such a comfortable world that everything is so accessible. We don't earn the things that we want to have. Right. I guess that's mm-hmm. where, where we're coming from. We want to mm-hmm. have the that's quick right. fix to happiness, quick fix to feeling good. Yeah. So, you know, it's about trying to earn those things. 
that's why. And also, like, if you actually look at it properly, when you're happy, you're pretty much renewing your feelings, your your emotions again. When you're sad, you actually renew that feeling. Exactly. Because every experience that leads to whatever emotions that you're at right now was a was a bundle of everything else up to now. Of if course. you are happy now, it was because you knew that you know you like being in that state, and yeah. you know what it was like back then. You know what it's like now. Renewing them every time can actually put you in a position where you can say, "I like." this one better than yeah. that one you like to be happy more than you like to be sad because you know when you're sad you can't do anything you right. just feel miserable you feel like you're staying in bed all day right but of if course. you're happy you know that you go outside for fresh air you go outside for sunshine you go out with a friend you go out <laughs> for coffee and because you know you like these things mm. that's going to be your better um, that's going to be a, be the better preference that you'll actually choose every single day of your life and yeah yeah, yeah. It's, it's just a renewal, isn't it? It's a renewal, man. It's a renewal. That's what it is. Anyway, man, look, I don't want to take so much of your time because I know you are, you're a father, right? You're, you're going to take care All of your, right. your family, right. you know? <laughs> so we'll, we'll, you know, let's wrap this up. Um, three questions. What are you grateful for? What have you realized? And what's a question you want to ask yourself or to anyone, the listener or viewer? I'm grateful for lessons, mm. lessons that are taught. Yeah, for sure. One question I'll ask myself. Mm. Why haven't I come to this realization earlier? Oof. Ooh. Okay. And my realization would just be never let a moment dictate your next move I've I've got this quote right 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 let's go let's go I'm not too sure if you're familiar with uh, John Maxwell which I believe you are of course but um yeah so he's pretty much an an influencer not just an influencer but a leader who's actually kind of not just impacted Mm -hmm. my life but I know other people around me of course this guy is kind of similar to him his name is Dave Martin and the quote kind of alliance of what we've been talking about tonight and I hope you really find some value out of this of course man so he says your closest relationship is a reflection of your values oh I don't know I don't Ooh. want to elaborate on that because I think just you can do that yourself let, let that um, idea wrestle man <laughs> that's right that's right and then just to add on to that never let the things you want make you forget what you have that'll be my realization that was really good that was really good man hey bro really appreciate you coming on thanks for spending the time tonight um you know it was a really great discussion about emotional intelligence and just emotions in general that was incredible man and i can't wait for this journey i can't wait to see you uh, speak in front of a lot of people and (laughs) share your story one day and a long way to go. <laughs> we all do, man. We all do. All right, bro. Enjoy the rest of your night. Have a good day. Enjoy the time with your family and take care always, man. And hopefully you guys found value in this podcast. Always stay safe. Always take care and always get up.